Josh, we have officially hit the record button. This is it until March. Contain your excitement while the song plays, and then blast it out as I fade it down. And... I appreciate appreciate the gesture there. Where was your explosion of excitement? Just, In my mouth. <laughs> who put it there? Um, whoever brought. Well, I guess you did because you brought the cheese that one weekend. So yeah. is that still the same cheese? Yep. Jesus, is I that is that the same summer sausage as well? No, no, we went through that <laughs> bad boy real quick. By we, you mean Mickey Kaya and I? Oh, oh, and Kaya had about a third of it. <laughs> there you go. All right, hello everybody and welcome to the Hidden Oaks Overdose Football Fix Podcast. I'm Garlic, one of the co-hosts here, and here's my other co-host, Josh. Say hi to the folks. Josh. Hi, folks. There we go. Um, you can email us, hiddenoaksoverdose at gmail.com, or find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash hoodpod. Um, you're probably not going to do either of those because this is just a bonus pod, and we're going to do probably the same exact thing again in August, and we won't record again until March, but you know what? I'll still plug them like I should. Um, the segment times will still be in the description below if you'd like to skip around. Not as many segments tonight, um, but, you know, we'll probably still go for an hour, hour 15 like we usually do. So if you want to skip around, check those segment start times. Levi Oki, you're a beautiful Mexican. You created the beautiful art that all these beautiful people can look at. Even the Latvians and the Australians and the uncultured swines from Chicago can enjoy your beautiful art hey now take it easy on him <laughs> bears fan jordan yeah. yeah just because they're uncultured and they're from chicago probably can't spell chicago they had a rough week against nick Foles. did yeah. you hear that an earthquake struck chicago i did not hear that an earthquake struck chicago yep no after the game nick Foles took his pants off and his dick slapped the ground and richter scale of 6.7 6.7 Yep. I thought his dick was bigger than that. No, he jumped. So Ah, I see. He softened the blow. Um, anyways, I also wanted to, before we get going here, I wanted to shout out Eric's. He was our lovely commissioner for the year. He put the league together, kept it organized, especially with all us hoodlums in the league. I appreciate you, Eric's. And Eric's was also a very loyal listener. For no good reason, the man would put us on in the bar at closing time, I believe, and uh, just listen to you and I fucking... I'll ramble on about nonsense for a good while. Well, it's better than that stupid-ass song that they play all the time. What? <laughs> Closing time? Oh. Uh, you think you you think Eric's would play that every single night when he closes the bar? I hope not. God, I would fucking kill myself. I know that much. Um, all right, well, so thank you again. I, I think, actually, he just turned our podcast on, and everybody's <laughs> like, oh, God, here we go. Bye. He plays it with people still in the bar. Oh, yeah, and then, and then within five seconds, they're gone. Yeah, you know those Latvians, dude. They uh, they just get their liquor and they get out. Oh yeah. Um. Anyways, so uh, I mean, we were probably gonna do this anyways, but we made sure we wanted to do it because um, Eric's renamed the league from Blood, Sweat, and Beers. Not a bad name, but he renamed it to what, Josh? Butt, Sweat, and Beers. <laughs> Yee fucking ha! Uh, 
Our Josh's new, drunken nicknames come in handy. The old butt sweat and beers league. Um, so we just want to we appreciate that and uh, honestly, BSB, you're probably on the chopping block for our podcast next year. No offense to you. Um, we just tried to cover three leagues, and it's probably a little too much for what we're trying to accomplish. So um, we'll see. Time will tell. But um, yeah. Anyways, before we get into the BSB league, Josh, our good friend Ryan Walters, he was a guest host with us on whatever the fuck week that was, like week 10, week 11 in the NFL. Um, he has texted me a hot take about the Kevin Stefanski official hiring at the offense, offensive coordinator position. And so I just want to read that since we don't record for another two months after this. And uh, I don't know, there's nowhere else to put it really. So maybe I'll repeat, repeat this later if I remember, but I probably won't. Ryan Walters, thank you for inspiring the podcast. Thank you for being beautiful. And thank you for giving me $10. Um, anyways, this is from Mr. Ryan Walters himself. I think Stefanski got hired to be the OC because I believe the Vikings thought that the only legitimate option was Stefanski. Zimmer has one year left on his deal, so that makes it hard to attract big names. And I believe the Vikings got lucky to be able to land a guy who, A, has been around the league or has been around the NFL... Jesus Christ, has been around an NFL offense since the the era of Brad Childress, and B, would immediately have the respect of the players since he has been around the Vikings organization for some time, uh, specifically since 2006. That being said, I am worried because of what we saw from a Vikings offense, especially under Stefanski. Yeah, they may have utilized one of their best players on offense from an athletic standpoint, Dalvin Cook. Uh, They utilized him more. But in the last two games of the season combined, you have double digits three and outs in the first half. Plus, when the season was on the line, the offense wasn't able to stand up and take what was being offered to them, the playoffs. Um, With everything to play for, I thought our offense looked like garbage. Oh, God, no. Uh, Come back text. Uh, I thought our offense looked like garbage in the first half of that diseased Detroit game and all of the Bears game. Like, even when we faced the Lions, the season was on the line. And we have five three-and-outs in the first half. Gross. I guess what I'm trying to say is that Stefanski was their best option, but I don't believe he was the best option out there that could help us sliver. I've no that could help us with their offensive woes. There's some typos in there. I had to I had to work through. Um, Josh, do you give a shit about Stefanski or not? I'm guessing no, but not really. I mean. Walter says he's going to be bad, so he's probably going to end up being like uh, coach the of next, the year. Yeah, Mike, Coach Shanahan. Just I, don't, I was going to say Mike Shanahan. I don't think that's his name. <laughs> Kyle um, Shanahan, the there we current go. coach of the 49ers? Yeah, he's going to be like the next him. Kirk Cousins is going to go off for seventy-five touchdowns next year. And it's just because Walter said he's bad. You know, Walters, I accept that. If you have to be wrong for the Vikings to win the Super Bowl, I'm okay with that. Um, yeah, so like I said, BSB, that wasn't really for you, but Walters gave me a take. I wanted to get the take in, and uh, there it is. Also, sounds like Mike Prefer is out as the Vikings special team coordinator, special teams coordinator. So maybe we can actually get our kicking game back in gear, but probably not. Anyways, all right, Latvian, Chicagoans, Australians, and others. I guess we don't really know if there's others that are out there. I'm sure there are. Hard to believe we're only in four geographical locations with 12 people, but anyways. We're back into talking stuff you can give a shit about. Um, the BSB League, butt, sweat, and beers. The uh, best Super Bowl league ever, BSB. 
all right easy there guy um anyway so kind of what our plan for the the pod is we're gonna do a quick season recap um after that we're gonna do the full 12 team analysis kind of like we did the first time (laughs) if you guys are here to listen to that after that we're gonna do a little draft retrospective um then we're gonna talk to the best stuff the best stuffs jono kind of recommended that like the best waiver pickup best trade junk like that um then we might speculate if we can i just put that note in there i don't know if you ever addressed it um and then we'll kind of make some predictions for next year if we can anyways josh getting into it quick season recap so you want to you want to tell the tale very briefly about how we found out about this league how we got involved so when i was uh 13 years old um this should be good (laughs) actually before i was 13 years old I had what one might call a addictive personality. You? Yep. To which I would find something that I enjoyed and I would repeatedly do it. So as you can imagine, puberty, 13 years old, is a rough time in my life um, for multiple reasons. Fast forward five years to when I'm 18. Then fast forward a few more to when I actually started playing fantasy football. We joined a dynasty league about the same time. Coon Rapids Dynasty. Yep. Same year, some would say. Same year, yeah. Let's not uh, go over who took first overall draft pick, Eddie Lacy. Um, Let's not go over who won the very first championship of that league. Hasn't won a game since. Um, But anyways, fast forward to whatever year that was. And I got the itch. The dynasty itch, you might say. It was about the first year that I actually started taking fantasy serious. And so, of course, we started our own league the year after that. Kaya quit eating the table. Um, but it tastes so good, Daddy. And so it was not enough. Two Dynasty Leagues was not enough. And so I go on this magical, mystical place called Reddit, um, also known as where I spend my time at work. And I find out that they have something called Reddit, subreddit, find a league. Holy crap. What? I scoured for 20 whole minutes. When I sent a message... The good old Eric's got space, bro. Got space, bruh. And within five minutes, I get an invite to the god awful platform known as Yahoo.com. Yeah, I that's about how it began. I wish you would have consulted. Fast us forward ten we... years from now. Sorry for interrupting. <laughs> Kaya's still an asshole, eating tables and whatnot. Odin's still chewing the ball at my feet. And we have yet to rebuild our god-awful roster that we have right now. But we'll get into that later, folks. <laughs> yeah, so, um, that Josh, I appreciate your creative storytelling. Um, to, to recap, we found out about the league through Reddit, and Josh uh, sent out the request and then asked me if I wanted to join him on this venture. I was like, hell yeah, bro. So, that's what happened. Um, we had the draft, I think, what was it, one or two teams auto-drafted, and then two of the owners dropped out. Brett and Brett remember them. They're all gone. Um, they threw a hissy fit. They did. I think a little understandably, looking at the rosters here, as we have to analyze, yeah. analyze them, I understand uh, kind of where they are or where they were. Um, and then Team USA also left us. Um, That's zero girly, zero cups. Correct. Yeah. I believe they left us, I assume. They, I, I think they did. Anywho, so that's what happened. Um, you know, we made a, a preseason leaderboard. We kind of did this exact same pod before the NFL season got kicked off. And so without getting into too much detail, we can kind of just go through and talk about who we predicted where. Um, well, um, do we want to do that now? I mean, we can we can do that kind of at the end. 
because I know um, Eric's in the the sleeper chat said he wants to do kind of comparison, or maybe it was Mika who said comparison of the two leagues, or how we did before and how we're thinking after. That's fine. So we could we could wait on that. Um, we can talk we can talk briefly then about how people finished. Yeah, we could talk about the league as a whole. Um, so if you want to take take us away from the top. Uh, our lovely commissioner, Eric's, um, obviously stacked the deck. He invited everyone to this league just so he could win 50 bucks. Kind of an elaborate long con for not big payoff. But you know what, Eric's, if that's what you wanted to do, good on you, I guess, for, you know, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Executing on that. Um, well, in Latvia, you know, $50 can buy you three houses. Probably. Man is living large. Uh, anyways, Eric's won the league. Alex Smith first round. AKA or an artist, AKA an artist, artist formerly known as Chiefs Stop Lose. Um, that man took second, and then uh, you know nothing really else happened after that. We didn't win. If you ain't first, you're last. So, you know, you know, yeah. No. Um. Overall, I mean, when we look at our preseason ranks and everything, for the most part, we were bad. But, but. The professional rankings, or who we called professionals, were worse. So suck it. The old truthiness wins again, Josh. I wouldn't go that far. It's okay, I already did. You predicted the uh, second place team in our league to get 12th. I also predicted the first place team in our league to get first. That's right, Eric's. If you remember back to podcast six, I said you had the best team, and lo and behold, you win the ship coincidence i think not just trying to forget truthiness <laughs> you all you want such as you want me to play the clip ding please two and a half more don't. minutes of your life gone no all right so how do you want to go about this uh i don't really matter um I'm looking, I'm looking at our notes right now and i mean we can let's just go through each team and then we can go back to what we had them in before and then we could talk about where they ended up sure Start my check my balls, Josh. I've talked a lot like I do to start the pod. Um, get us going with uh, Eric's there. Yeah, I mean, I wish we could go through, like, actually, I don't because that would take up a whole lot of time we don't have. We'd need a television station to do that. Um, but all the transactions made throughout the season, all of that stuff. So we won't even talk about, I'm not, I, I have no notes on their transactions throughout the season. Um, but we can kind of make inferences based on what they have as far as picks go if they've made trades. And right now, Eric says, four picks um and so i'm guessing he made a trade he traded his third away and so um going through the scoring system here um as you may recall i'm um, a brief overview of my scoring system it's on a no points through three points you, scale. Oh, hold on fix your throat you did this exact same thing last time and i also re-listened to the pod today and you sound ridiculous burp or throw up or whatever you gotta do you sound <laughs> well, bad you know i had i had a really heavy beer at the brewery i bought a growler and now I'm drinking alcohol. So you know what I'm doing right now, Gar? I'm trying to recreate New Year's Eve. <laughs> Perfect. That ended well for you, so let's do it again. I lost 15 pounds. Oh, I should start that diet. All right. Um, so zero through three scale, three all-world perennial talent, you know, going to be a key staple in your lineup. Twos, not going anywhere for cheap. Um, has the potential to be breakout stars. Ones, um, contributors worthwhile players gonna be you know should be in your starting lineup that sort of thing um but if you part ways with them not the end of the world um and then zeros flyers uh, not necessarily flyers but you know late round fly yeah late round flyers screw you josh um 
So I'm just looking at your team again. Um, again, this is Eric's. Check my balls. Check my balls. I mean, you finished ten and three, so obvious, and you got first, so you have you know a better team. Um, going through, I I mean, with my scale, I gave you a nineteen this time around. Um, I, I I liked Matt Ryan. I gave Dalvin Cook a two, and I think I was down on him in the beginning of the year, um, just because he did show some explosiveness, but he is injury prone, so he could be on that one range for me. James Conner, you wanted me to. I mean, I'm not going to get on my knees while I talk about him, but. Uh, um, I gave him a two. I feel, I feel he's you know a pretty solid player, um, and so yes, James Conner, James Conner, James Conner. Is that enough mentioning him for you? Since Not you... for him. He wants a lot. Okay, but... so James Conner, James Conner. Um, I really like Carryon Johnson as well. Um, Jay Ajayi, I gave a one just because you know he was starter and then he went on the IR. So who knows what happens with him? Trey Burton a one, even though he performed like a negative one throughout the year. Um, Antonio Brown is only a two. I graded him at three preseason, I believe. Um, but that's just because of everything that came out about how he's being a diva. Julio's a three. Jarvis one. Thielen one. Stills one. Geronimo one. Um, Baldwin one. So you finished with 19 on my scale. Um, and so, I mean, overall, you know, you're the champ in the league, so you don't have to listen to a single word I say. You're smarter than me. Yeah. Uh, so, Josh, you have a, an okay scoring system. Not bad for a white guy but you don't predict winners okay i predict winners and i do that through the old-fashioned patented stephen colbert truthiness scale all right i don't go around with the three-point system Lottie freaking da indeed. I don't go around with this fancy dancy three-point scoring system, mainly because I can't count to three, all right? Two is as high as I can go, so I stick with two. How my system works is one point, again, truthiness means it's all based on my gut. So I look at the name, I like it or I don't, or I medium it. No one on in this league is a zero. It's either you interest me or you don't. I think you're going to be good or you're not. Uh, or I don't, I don't think much of you. A zero can be neutral. It's not like I'm giving zeros. You earn points. You go up or you stay neutral. Who's Crick Cousins? You know, Josh, no one really knows for sure. Anyways, after explaining my truth in this scale, I gave your team overall 13, which isn't terrible in my scoring system. Um, I gave one point to Dalvin. I gave a point to Jalen Samuels just because you don't know what's going on with that Pittsburgh team. I need to lose this accent. Yes, you do. Dwayne Washington, I also gave a point to. James Conner, James Conner, James Conner. Um, I gave that man a two points. Uh, how dare you? No, no, what's the name again? James Conner. One more time for the listeners. James Conner. All right, thank you. I gave that beautiful man a two, and I gave Julio Jones a two. I think they're both very deserving. I still like AB, but there's a lot of drama surrounding him right now. Um, I like Jarvis Landry. Adam Thielen was super hot to start the season. Definitely gave you a hot start. Dude kind of fell off the cliff at the end of the season, though. So overall, I think the season deserves a one. Although the first half would be a two. Second half would probably just be a zero. But that's how things work out. I also like carry on. Um... And Matt Ryan and Kirk Cousins aren't bad quarterbacks. Uh, they're probably, you know, every week starts for you. But, um, you know, they're d- definitely not top tier. They're just, you'll get 15 points probably. So I gave you a 13. And uh, I don't think we're talking about where that ranks on our list just yet. Not quite. Yep. I think that was first or tied for one of the high places. Anyways. Sure. Who cares? Yeah. Um, <laughs> notes. Yeah, I agree. Plenty of potential. Youth. The youth movements there, James Conner, carry on, um, Jalen, uh, well, Delvin Cook, I mean, um, I mean, Teddy B, who knows what happens with him. 
Um, one of those sneaky good teams. Yeah. No, I mean, you look at his team, you don't see a whole lot of wow names other than AB and Julio. Um, but for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I, the only other note I had was James Conner, Adam Thielen, Julio Jones, and Antonio Brown definitely carried your team. And I'm sure you're very appreciative, but um, was just, that's just a note I jotted down as a fact. So. I think that's all we got for Eric's. Yeah. Um, that was first place. Now we're going into, uh, for the rest of it, we're going to go in reverse order from last place. So we'll go 12th, 11th, 10th. Um, and that's just kind of how we'll order it. So if you're curious on where you are in the, if you want to listen to just your team, it's kind of go, it's going to go that way. Anyways, we got weasel 85. At least that's your username on uh, sleeper. Also known as zero girly, zero cup. Um, your team's bad. All right. I gave one point to Tom Brady. All right, Brady. that's enough review for that team. Uh. <laughs> that's really all they deserve with their shame of a name. I gave one point to Tom Brady. I gave half a point to Drew Brees. No, I don't represent half points in my systems lightly, but if the man wins the Super Bowl this year, he could probably he could very realistically retire, having two Super Bowls under his belt. Um, so that's why I was like, if Drew Brees is on your team next year, definitely worth the point. If not... Uh, the same applies to Larry Fitzgerald. A lot of bubble retirement guys on your team. AJ Green, I gave a point. Jared Cook, I gave a point. That was it. You had a total of four points, but two of them were half points. You really only got three points, and I don't even have to look at the scale to know you ranked last on my list. Uh, I'm not sure. She is definitely biting the table. Yes. I do not think you distracted your dog well enough to stop eating the table. Okay. Anyways, I went through my list. It was very short. They got yeah, three no, points. Um, Your team's garbage. I gave Tom Brady one point. Drew Brees one point. Don't like either of them because they're old, but Drew Brees I feel like is going to play even if they don't win the Super Bowl or if they win me, the Super Bowl. Dick. I gave Burkhead and Ware point just because Burkhead did get some touches after he came off IR. Ware, um, who knows what's going to happen with that backfield with no. Damian Williams re-signing um, and, and Kareem Hunt being gone. John Brown, I gave a point because he was a pretty good threat in Baltimore. Um, I gave two to A.J. Green. I had him at one, but I felt bad for only giving you seven points on my scale, so I upped it to two. Um, but he has injury concerns. Uh, Jared Cook, I gave a one. Um, and, and, I mean, just, I mean, it's nothing against you. We're not saying you're a bad fantasy player because you the just jo- you joined. Yeah, you joined after the league ended, I believe. I'm not sure, yeah. Um, you, I mean, you have some good picks coming up. I don't know of any of the talent in this draft, but it, you mean you have the first, the seventh, and thirteenth overall, um, and then from there, you know, the first pick in each round. Um, I gave you an eight on my scale total. Um, it is the worst. You're in trouble. Make some trades. Get some pity. I don't know if you can cry and make an audio file of it and then send it to the group. Maybe someone will feel bad for you. Um, but yeah, I, I mean. If I were to be asked to take over this team, I probably would have Wrong. laughed and asked somebody to pay me to do it. So um, props to you for doing that. Um, for all we know, you could be a savant and you're going to draft just the the greatest players with all your picks. And honestly, if you did, that'd be awesome. Oh, I would I would love to be proven wrong about this team, but uh, I don't think I will be. It is nice having two top or th- two top ten picks and then three in the top fifteen, but yeah. I don't know. When half the team's going to retire next week, it's not pretty at a boogie um yeah so i I think that's all we got for the sham zero girly zero cup victorious secret a new addition to the league as well they took over the old brett and brett i'm pretty sure funny um the two worst teams ended up leaving in a weird 
$10 free league that uh, was signed on Reddit. I never would have signed that coming. Ew. I actually graded this team fairly well considering their finish. Um, and then I just noticed they have three picks in the top 15, two in the top five. Mm-hmm. Um, Sam Darnold, he looked promising for a young guy. Um, you only have one quarterback, though, so that is concerning. Uh, Jalen Richard, um, I mean, th- two of the running backs are getting checked into the nursing home after you know the offseason. So um, Jalen Richard is going to be someone who might actually perform well. Chris McCaffrey, Belkow, just absolute stud this year. Ito Smith, I gave a one just because Tevin Coleman is likely going to go elsewhere. Gus Edwards stepped up. Deion Lewis, Mark Ingram. I mean, DeAndre Hopkins, I feel, is the best wide receiver in the NFL right now. And, I, and I've and i been saying that for, I want your Taco Johns really bad right now, Garlic. Um, and I've been saying that about Devontae Adams for a while, but DeAndre Hopkins is up there. Um, Mike Williams, I like. He's young. He's talented. So, I mean, I gave your team a 22 overall, which I believe is good enough for tied for first in my rankings, but we'll get into that. And, and so... I think that you're one of those sneaky good teams as well. Um, it's just if Sam Darnold goes down, you're going to be scrambling for a quarterback on the waiver wire. Um, and I don't think Taysom Hill is going to get you much points because I believe he's available. Yeah. Um, so I agree. At the Sam Darnold, I, I gave him a point. Um, he didn't look bad. Uh, you got Adam Gase as your coach, so who knows if he'll be able to you know, do his little QB whispering job or not. CMC absolute stud must start every single week um gus edwards i liked a lot i I like his potential a lot i should say obviously he helped you out the last five six weeks uh not that it mattered because you went one and 12 but he's got a bright future i'd like to think deandre hopkins again i agree with josh stud roby anderson i gave a point to mike williams stud um james washington antonio callaway and evan ingram also got a point for me you only got 12 points on my scale but again keep in mind i'm not as liberal like josh is um with his points so I gave you a 12, and uh, we'll just talk about all the ranks at the end, but 12 is a pretty good score on my on my list. So um, notes, you got a few studs, like I said. Um, you got CMC and Mike Williams and DeAndre Hopkins, so those are going to be must-starts every week. Um, plenty of wide safety, by the way. Plenty of wide receiver potential, um, so that'll be good for you. And then only one QB, though. Josh mentioned this at the very top of uh, your team. Definitely going to need some depth there. I understand why Brett and Brett will want to leave with only one QB in the same down. I guess I don't know what the situation was when they left, but if this was their situation, I'm a little more understanding now than I was probably before, but I don't know. They should have been more responsible and got more QBs on their team, I guess. Anyway. Well, and then also just another um, quick thing on this. I believe this guy came in and made three trades, right? Right as he joined. So Very- he made some moves that um, it looks like set his team up for some decent decent outcomes next year i mean he's got a young team it looks like so yeah he's got some decent players and two picks in the top four so pick two and pick four so plenty of the future is yours you could nail it or you could fuck it up real bad so i guess we'll see how you do mr victoria's secret or mrs i guess i'm not 100 sure i don't want to assume genders but um did you just assume my gender let's just say i could tell a little tale about someone who went happened to go worst to first in another dynasty league it's definitely not impossible okay Let's just say I did it. Anywho, moving on. Team Mortz, a.k.a. Erect Dicker. Um, Like I said way back when, Russell Wilson, stud, absolute must start every week. Um, I gave him two. Jarek McKinnon, I'll give one for the potential coming back. Mike Davis, I gave one. Uh, The, excuse me, the Juice, I gave one. 
the new Juice, Juice Jr., if you will. I gave Sony Michelle one and Rashad Penny one. I think that is an amazing class of running backs you have there, so I'm excited for your potential in that position. Moving on to receivers, I gave Keenan Allen a two. Guy's a target whore. Um, sometimes he can have some question questionable health, but I think the last two seasons he's played fully. So I, I, I don't remember last season, I'll be honest. But I know he played fully this season, maybe banged up one game or two. But other than that, OBJ I gave 1.2 just because the guy's got a lot of talent. But there's uh, and uh, I like Pat Shermer as your um, play caller, but a lot of question marks there with Eli, who's going to be the quarterback, you know. Mouth breather. Two-time Super Bowl champion Eli Manning. You show some goddamn respect. Yeah, you plug. You cover his mouth, he dies. Well, don't cover his mouth. And then DJ Moore, I like the potential. Um, as long as Cam can come back healthy, he needs a, he needs a target whore like he used to have in Greg Olson or Kelvin Benjamin. So we don't know. I gave you 11 points on my scale. Yeah, I mean, I agree with a lot of what uh, Gar said. I also gave uh, Chris Thompson and Isaiah Crowell points. Um, I mean, Isaiah Crowell had an okay season. I mean, he had a couple big games, a couple bad games. I mean, that's kind of the case. I really like Sony Michelle. He already mentioned your run, young running backs. Um, I think Sony Michelle is that kind of uh, the best of the three. Um, but Darius Geis, we didn't get to see him in action, as, and Rashad Penny was Sorry, very Sorry, Josh, limited. that's Darius Juice. Yeah, Darius Geis, we didn't get to see him in action because of his ACL, so who knows how he comes back from that. Rashad Penny was limited by touches because uh, Pete Carroll was too busy chewing gum. Um, I like Keenan Allen. I don't think he missed a game this year or last year. Um, Odell, like Gar said, he has Eli. Uh, DJ Moore. Um, I gave Jack Doyle a point because of Doyle rules. Um, and so on my scale, you got 18. Um, some notes. You have incredible Josh, running back future. The, Josh, Josh, before the... I just, you kind of skipped over the fact that you gave Derek Carr a point and you ripped Derek Carr and the Raiders constantly. So just like you to, for a moment, justify why you gave Derek Carr a point. Thank you. Um, because any man that needs to wear eyeliner to feel better about themselves deserves some sort of gratification. Thank you. You can move back onto the notes. All right. Um, the notes, you know, you have a credible running back future if it works out for you. Obviously, you know, coming back from ACL tear, worrying about uh, which of the 12 running backs in Seattle is going to get the ball, as well as if their paper mache line can block. Um, I mean, they led the league in running, so I shouldn't be concerned about that, or you shouldn't be concerned about that. Um, your tight ends, um, abysmal for the most part, but Jack Doyle was hurt most of the year, so who knows what happens. Charles Clay... Max Williams, I don't even know if they're kind of considered... I know Charles Clay is a starter, but he's in Buffalo, so gross. And Max Williams is kind of a hit and miss. He's married... Or his sister is married to one of my high school friends. So um, I can get you the inside scoop on him for a price. He blows. There we go. Uh, And yeah, Jack Doyle, if he still plays for the Colts... I don't even know what team he plays for. If he still plays for the Colts, he's never seen the field again. Eric Ebron tore up the field this year. Yeah, but he came back from injury and still scored after that. Just saying. Um, but so, yeah, not a bad team. Um, plenty of running back potential, abysmal tight ends. Moving on. Jonos Bertens. Yeah, we don't know if it's Jonos or Jonos. I like to go with Jonos, but you can say Jonos. Josh, take it away. All right. Ninth place, five and eight. Um, I gave two of your quarterbacks a point, Jameis Winston and Carson Wentz, um, just because, I mean, I think beginning of the year, I gave Carson a two or a three. Um, lowered him quite a bit just because of injury concern. He had an off a rough start coming back from injury. Um, I gave Jameis a one just because um, that offense put up that offense led the league in yards, I believe. Um, 
And so somebody has to be throwing the ball, and you have Ryan Fitzpatrick as well, but I wasn't going to give him both a point. So if you want to be, if I'm going to be honest, it's half point each. Um, running back-wise, Devonta Freeman, I gave a one um, just because there is injury concern, um, but there's also Tevin Coleman leaving, so that opens the door for him later on for more touches. So who knows? Um, Melvin Gordon got a three because he is a stud. He was kind of that workhorse, kind of they fed him all year. Matt Breida got a one, injury concerns, but he played through every injury he had. Naheem Hines got a one, T.Y. Hilton two, Brandon Cooks two. Um, and then there's a few ones spattered in. Um, O.J. Howard, C.J. Uzuma, um, both of them are going to be tight ends of their team for the future. Um, and then I like Kiki Kuti, Kuti and Traquan Smith as your rookie wideouts. Um, overall, you got an 18 on my scale. Not bad. Um, so I understand why you might want to give Jameis a point. Um, Bruce Arians did come out, whether it's bullshit or not. Bruce Arians did come out and say he thinks um, he could build a team around Jameis. Uh, Jameis and uh, he, he sounded like Bruce Arians sounded like Jameis was the quarterback he wanted. So who knows? I still hate the fucking guy. Oh, yeah. Don't get me wrong. I hate him. I don't think he's good. He eats W's like a freaking moron. But from a fantasy perspective, I see what you're saying. I disagree, but I see what you're saying. Melvin Gordon. Um, I don't know why I just gave him a one. There's no reason I should have gave him a one. I'm going to go give him a two right now. Uh, here we go. Or not. I have not farted. Um, so Melvin Gordon, absolute stud. Must start. Naeem Himes, not bad. He did a good job filling in when Marlon Mack was banged up. T.Y. Hilton was questionable to start. Now is a stud. Now that looks back and feed him the ball. T.Y. Hilton, stud. Dante Moncrief, Brandon Cooks, Dontrell Inman, and uh, Kiki Kuti. Those guys are not bona fide studs. Um, they're either on teams where the quarterback blows, or they're on teams where there's a, the quarterback is spreading the wealth quite a bit. So they're not going to be that uh, every target receiver, kind of like a Keenan Allen might be. But that's how it goes. I didn't note anyone else on your team, um, so I gave you a nine on my scale. Definitely not the. I'd say it's below average according to my scale. Um, but yeah, you have Melvin Gordon, who's great, and then plenty of wide receiver potential. So maybe if you can trade one or two, those, one or two of those guys away, um, you're probably poised to not do too bad for yourself. Um, going back, or not going back, but also talking about your draft picks, Jonos definitely seems like he was the most active guy trading-wise. Um, he has the ninth pick, the 11th pick, the 16th, the 18th, the 28th, the 31st, and the 36th. So that's what, seven picks. They're all within the top... 40 um he doesn't have a top eight pick so i mean obviously he won't you know won't get a bona fide stud but um the guy traded away his low draft picks hey kept dry hat two years ago i got elvin kamara with pick 10 so just saying anyways um evan kamara was also an unknown rookie to most of us so whoa you took him at 10 you took Corey davis at two or three uh four whatever nerd uh but no so you have i think you're you have an excellent draft position um you'll likely probably trade a pick or two to either move up further or just to i don't know acquire another player because i definitely think you could use a tight end or a quarterback but i think you have great draft capital and uh yeah just wanted to compliment that so on air on air message to john burton's how about kareem hunt and josh gordon for 9 11 and 16 i think he just said yes eric's put it through all right. Um, do we go through the notes? Oh, I said Rocky QB situation. We talked about that. 
uh, not bad. No real stud running back. Um, oh, that's why I had Melvin at one. So I think Melvin Gordon's real close. He definitely can be that bell cow type guy, but he um, he had a lot of injuries this year, just kind of banged up. Um, so if he can stay healthy, dude's an absolute stud. Um, and I already talked about your wide receivers. Um, God, Odin, stop it. Moving on. Uh, your username on Sleeper is Bolin Gary. Um, <laughs> Nobody I, misses the five pin. But yeah, that's a little inside joke for Josh and I. But um, you, your team was Cockknocker, so you went eighth. Uh, you went five and eight for eighth place. Not terrible. Um, looking at your lineup here, I got to scroll up. So Deshaun Watson, love that guy. Gave him a two. Ezekiel Elliott, love that guy. Gave him a two. Tyreek Cohen, he is definitely the Tyreek Hill of Chicago. Love that guy. Gave him a two. Um, I'm also interested in Rojo's potential. I know um, in a Bruce Arians offense, I think the running backs will get more involved. So sounds like Rojo is his own worst enemy with some stone hands. We'll see. Futures untold. Philip Lindsay, definitely a stud. Um, I, I'd say he's definitely a startable RB2 every week, although you probably don't need to because you already have some great RBs. But if not, Philip Lindsay's great. You could probably trade him for some good value. Mike Evans is not bad. Uh, uncertain future, though. Amari Cooper. Rough start to the season, but as soon as he hit Dallas, that dude was balling out horde. So, Mary Cooper's worth a two on my scale. Cooper Cup, I gave a one just because he balled before injury. And Zay Jones was getting hella targets to end the season um, from Josh Allen. So, I think there's plenty of potential there. Um, overall, you got a 13 on my scale. Not bad. Yeah, I um, I mean, I agree with a lot of what Garlic said on your, your studs there. Um, I gave Zeke a three on my scale. Uh, I was a little bit lower on Deshaun Watson on mine um, just because he had some iffy day games. Um, it seems that he's always scrambling, running for his life, so who knows. Um, and then he, he came out of the gate a little bit slow. Um, Tariq Cohen, I agree, he's a stud. Um, I was high on him. Um, midway, not not in the beginning of the season necessarily. I did think he'd do fine, but I didn't not as high as I was now. Um, Philip Lindsay came out of nowhere, and he's a stud. He's got a lot to prove as an undrafted uh, free agent pickup from or in in Denver. Mike Evans, I gave it two. I hate Mike Evans, not because he's a bad person or because he's a bad player, but it's just because he always just kind of stress he's got the most consecutive i mean he's got thousand yard seasons he scores touchdowns it seems but he's just always one of those players you're like i'm nervous to play you and it's more so because of Jameis than anything um i agree with what garlic said about cooper um i gave Devonte parker a one just because i'm afraid to not give him a one because he's one of those players that they always talk up um cooper cup balled out zay jones david moore and dante pettis all got points as well um ricky seals jones i think he's being a young wideout, I think he's or not wideout, tight end. I think he's going to actually do work um, once Arizona gets their head out of their ass and benches Josh Rosen. Yeah, I think so. Um, moving on to the notes, uh, we we talked about it a bunch, but I think you have good positional studs. You got one, at least one good quarterback. You have two good running backs. Um, you have two, two if not three good receivers. So, or I mean, three good running backs, two uh, good receivers with some potential there behind them so i think your team is pretty well rounded of course it looks like you drafted heavily on those other positions so like mostly your tight ends are a little more questionable delaney walker ricky seals jones um chris henderson or chris hendon whatever um and then zach miller who is probably never going to play football again is that no. the same zach miller i'm thinking of or yeah no i if he played football again it it's gonna be you know flag football with his kids that still might be a little risky for a, that injury was gruesome yeah no that was i mean he almost lost his leg 
Yeah. So, um, not a bad team. I mean, he's a bear. He probably would have been better off without one. <laughs> Who cares if you made the playoffs? <laughs> Nerds! Uh, yeah. All right. We are adults. Let the record show. Um, I have a 401k. Me too. It's probably, it's realistically like 1k right now, but hopefully someday it's at 401k. Anyways, I started the last one, Josh. It's your 10. But. Oh, I almost swore. <laughs> Futbuckers. Futbuckers. Easily the smallest. Easily the smallest roster. Um, so that may skew your scores, but you also <laughs> traded. Um, you have Baker, who I love to watch. I think he's awesome. Um, even if you're not, I mean, I don't even care if you're Steelers or Bengals fan like our league is. Um, the Browns are going to be fun to watch with Baker Mayfield, that quarterback. Elvin Kamara, I gave a three. Elijah McGuire, I don't know why I have a two. Um, I just think that the Jets' backfield is kind of iffy, so he's he's going to be good if he's around. Juju has a two. He could be a three if A.B. leaves. Eric Ebron's a two. Njoku's a one. Um, Diggs, Lockett, Wilson, Deshaun, Marquise, Muhammad. You've got a lot of names that are familiar. Um and, so, and you get points for it. I gave Malcolm Brown a one, um, as well as Jamal Williams. Um, Kai, I'm going to kick your dick off. Um, but on my scale, you got a 20. And if I don't know if I mentioned the last one. Bowling, Gary, Cockknocker, you got a 20 for me as well. Um, so, um, Futbuckers, you got a 20 on my scale, even though you have less players um, to grade. So, 15. take it away, Gar. All right. Um, Futbuckers. Um, I also like Baker Mayfield a lot. It's honestly scary to think about the fact that to Rod Taylor started how many games for that team this year? I don't Way know. Way too many. But yeah. Um, so I appreciate what he was trying to do, but he was gone now. So yikes. Um, I like AD. I think he surprised a lot of people this year, kind of showing he's, what he's got in the tank. I think that team's future is uncertain, but I, you know, as long as AD's in the league, I'll always give that guy a point just because you never really know. Um, that guy has proven the haters wrong before. Alvin Kamara. Obvious stud, um, but that's only worth two on my scale. Elijah McGuire, um, I, I like him as well. Um, I think he has the future to be the, the lead back in, in the Jets, but who knows what's going to go on with that team. Um, Marquise Goodwin, like him as well. Deshaun Jackson, both speed guys. Um, potentials on their offenses if their teams can get their heads out of their arses. I also really love Tyler Lockett and Stefan Diggs. I think they had good seasons, kind of quietly good seasons. Um, Juju Smith-Schuster and Eric Ebron, both absolute studs as well. So um, you're missing, I guess you have four open slots in your, or no, probably just two open slots because I think a lot of us have, are utilizing the IR right now. But um, So you got, you got room there to add some more players. You got a 14 overall on my, on my scale. Um, the notes here, I think I wrote, I don't know if this is true because I wrote this, you were like the, whatever, the fifth team we analyzed, but I think you had the most studs as far as my skill goes on a team, so um, plenty of potential there to either just start and win every week or maybe trade a guy for the future. Um, it looks like you traded away a draft pick or two, so you have a pick at six and then a, not another pick until 30, so hopefully you can land a, a decent player at six. Um, I think, And I, th I wrote this team could have a great 2019, so... I don't know if 14 was the highest on my list or not, but um, it's pretty high looking at just kind of all the teams that are around it. So we'll see how you do, buddy. I suppose I lead the next one, don't I? Yeah. <laughs> Yikes. Um, Dalton Abbey. Micah, Micah, however the fuck you would say that name. Um, Aaron Rodgers. You're worth a point, although I do think your best days are behind you. Le'Veon Bell. You're worth a point based on potential. 
along with David Johnson, Kenneth Dixon, Kenyon Drake. Um, did you spell these names wrong just to piss me off? What name did I spell wrong? Kenneth? K-E-N-N-I-T-H? Oh, whatever. Fuck out. Okay, that's one name. Devante? Did I spell that wrong as well? Where is that even? Where's Devante? In the whiteouts. Oh, whatever. Um, if you wanted to do it, Josh, you could have done it yourself. Nah, I'm happy you did it. Yeah, go tuck yourself in. Anyways, plenty of potential in that running back core, although I don't think you have any must starts every week. Obviously, this uh, my Nick tone Chubb? I don't think you have any absolute must starts every week. Um, next season will kind of tell the tale. Kai is definitely doing something to the chair behind me. I'm not sure what, but hey, Kai. Um, lots of talent in your running back core as well. Um, the, Devonta Adams is a stud. Um, Julian Edelman, he gets a lot of work from uh, the Tom Brady, sir. Michael Gallup and Cortland, Sut- Cortland Sutton are both either rookies or second-year guys that are trying to get fed by their teams this year. So I think their stock is only rising at this point. I do not foresee a sophomore slump. Um, you only got a 13 on my scale, but Josh is currently dicking around. So, um, looking at the notes, great running back class. Like I said, um, two good ride receivers to carry you until, um, the other, your other stashes or your other younger guys can develop. Um, and you have no tight end in sight. You currently have Anthony Fisker, which I had no idea who that was. You also have Hayden Hurst and Greg Olson, who I think retired. So take it away, Josh. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers, I gave it two. Um, Garlic thinks his best days are behind him, but let's hope this coaching change uh, improves his um, on his last season. He's still accurate. Um, didn't have any wideouts to get separation. Had a lot of rookies to throw to, so it was kind of sketchy. Um, David Johnson, I gave it two. I hope that they can resurgence or give him a resurgence because um, he struggled last year. Um, your other running backs, I, all, I gave them all ones. You have a great – I think Nick Chubb is a stud, um, somebody that you'd want to start every week. Um, Devonta Adams, I am super high on him. I think he's a top three wideout every year from here on out. Um, are you laughing at me or Odin? You, I mean, I appreciate you liking the guy. You definitely have a little bit of homeritis. I'm not saying Devonta Adams isn't quite talented, but I mean that team's going through a coaching change. You don't know how Rogers going to feel next year. Well, um, yeah, but I mean, he was number one this year in fantasy. Was he? Yeah. In a PPR and a regular league both actually in just ppr i don't know nah. in regular league i mean his floor he didn't score less than 16 points in ppr he was the only one that was the highest floor of any wideout. so i really like him i think he's going to be you know one of those consistent guys every week uh, your other wideouts, i i like them all you got some youth michael gallup christian kurt Cortland sutton um and then tight ends hayden hearse i gave a one didn't get to see what he could do this year but um He's he's one of those receiving tight ends, so it'll be interesting to see how he does, um, especially since they had the quarterback change. And, and I don't know, um, Lamar Jackson doesn't know how to throw the ball. He's like me and Madden. And so um, um, I give you a 22 on my scale. Here's the Ravens receivers. Throw me a freaking bone here. I'm the boss. Need the info. Did they throw me a bone? <laughs> Pretty much. Um, they throw footballs out, garlic. Damn. Um Jordan 14, just Bears fan, fifth place. Um, Playoff team, not bad. And so um, Andrew Luck, he came out of the gates. I think I, I, mean, I was down on him because he played um, with Nerf balls um, in the preseason. Um, he got a two this time around. Saquon Barkley got a three this time around. He was just absolute stud. Robinson and Fuller all, and Boyd got twos on my scale. Um, 
all three of those guys ungraded in garlic scale, um, but two's on mine, which is kind of different. Um, but Tyler Boyd was stellar. Um, Fuller's a touchdown machine, and Robinson, he had some issues with injuries, but it was also his first year with the team. So um, hopefully when he's healthy and back with the team, it'll be a good to go. Um, I liked Ian Thomas as a replacement for Greg Olson. So I think you're well-rounded. Um, I gave you a 22 on my scale. Nice. Um, yep, Andrew Luck stud. Mitchell Trubisky, flashes of greatness. Um, not a team, though, I think that'll be built around the offense quite like quite like people might think. Um, Damian Williams definitely seems like he's going to be the future in KC. At least that's the early indication, so that's why I gave Damian Williams a two. Um, Derek Henry and Jordan Howard, definitely potential there, but question marks, no doubt. Saquon Barkley, absolute stud, worth a two. Um, going all the way down to Calvin Ridley and Anthony Miller. Um, uh, your other wide receivers that just didn't excite me that much, Alan Rob- to Josh's point of um, Alan Robinson and Will Fuller and Tyler Boyd. I don't know. I don't feel like I heard a lot about them this year. You must have uh, taken too much um, Tums before doing this team. Your truthiness, your gut feeling is just off. You know, Josh, you said that last time, but I pick winners. And more importantly, I know who won't win. This guy got a 13. That means he is not going to win. Um, anywho, I did like I do like Calvin Ridley and Anthony Miller for youth and potential. I like Demarius Thomas in that new Texans offense of his or for him. Um, and then Ian Thomas again with Josh. Uh, Cam Newton historically loves to dump off to Greg Olson. So if Ian Thomas can get at least like 50 to 75 percent of that action, plenty of uh, fantasy potential there. Um, looking at the notes, couple stud running backs, then not much in my opinion. Shaky wide receiver core at best in my opinion, um, and I love Andrew Luck. Oh yikes! I do the next one again. This is Josh. You got to hit me with one of these. Oh, yeah anyways um we're already up to fourth edgars aka td my pants aka the team we fucking crushed in the third place game (laughs) nerd best in the world Why? Why you gotta do that to me? We're over here celebrating, taking third place, then you just gotta. He has a Viking on his team. Yeah, cut me down in my prime. Uh, anywho, Jimmy G, I'll give a point two for potential. I liked uh, the Italian Stallions potential um i wanted to see him this year again your dog is eating your metal workout chair so that's got to be great for the old chompers sharpening them chops <laughs> up jesus um so jim the italian selling i'd like to see what he can do with the full healthy year lamar jackson obviously the dude was running out or uh, balling out via um the ground game josh allen oh, get the fuck out of here josh allen i personally like not ba- not necessarily on a st- in a statistics perspective i could not talk this evening i apologize um but i like josh allen just on a personal basis he might be my replacement for the boat if blake bortles is out of the league at the end of this year cam newton obvious must start stud so you have a great quarterbacks core five of them though um four of them starters so i can see why people might be bitching that uh there's too many quarterbacks on some of these teams anyway uh james white i like the guy got a lot of action this year todd Gurley, obvious generational stud Alshon Jeffrey, I personally like quite a bit. Um, Tyreek Hill, the dudes, as long as Andy Reid's there and in that system with Patty Mahomes, dudes a must start every week. And then Kenny Galladay seems to be the um, current future of 
the Detroit Lions receiving core. So uh, you got a 13 on my scale. It seems like a lot of teams got 13. So maybe I got lazy or maybe just, you know, miraculously worked out that way. But um, a lot of potential QB, but you should probably trade or drop some of those guys to be fair to other people. Um, and I think you had the fewest running backs, only like four or five of them. So maybe you don't need depth. Otherwise, you should definitely look into correcting that because that could be a bugaboo in the future. But you went 12 and 1 this year. So what do I know? Yeah, I mean, I agree with what a lot. A lot of what Garlic said, um, a lot of QB depth, um, a lot of good QBs, young QBs, good potential there. Todd Gurley, out of this world. I'll say it again. He's one of my favorite players in the NFL to watch of all time. Yes, Why of all time nowadays. Why you Josh? Um, Elshon Jeffrey. I like Quincy Nunwa. Nunwa, Nua, um, whenever he's healthy, but he does have that injury concern. Sterling Shepard, I think, is um, he's good, but Odell has to be there. And then obviously relies on Eli. Terry Kill, out of this world talent. Love him. Um, I gave Chester Rogers a point because he stepped his game up quite a bit when T.Y. was down. So he's one of those guys that you could plug in from time to time if you need to. Um, then I love, I like Kenny Dugaladay in um, Detroit as well. And then Austin Hooper got a point because he is one of those guys who's like four catches. 30 yards every week and then a touchdown it seems um when needed so you got an 18 on my scale um, a lot of potential like qb lack of running back depth though yeah and your draft position is not great we've kind of been skipping over the draft position on some of these people so going back to dalton abbey for just a second dude's first pick is not until 19 so that's questionable uh, but even worse though is edgar's his first pick is not until 21 he's got 21 33 45 and 57 so it looks like he traded away his first rounder and that's it. So um, your team's probably not going to improve that much for through the draft unless you get really lucky. So you got to trade or just pray. Yep. Moving on to the uh, soon-to-be last-place team in the league, Hidden Oaks. That's us. You, you know what, Josh? We'll take a respectable second to last, all right? Give us a little credit, Okay, please. we'll take second to last. Thank um, you. Patrick Mahomes, he stepped his game up. I think we got the steal of the draft, one of the steals of the draft, um, but we'll get into that in a little bit. Um, Lamar Miller, he, like I said, preseason, I'm going to say it again for those of you who didn't listen preseason. If you need eight points, Lamar Miller is going to get you eight. If you need 20 points, Lamar Miller is going to get you eight. So that's Lamar Miller. Consistency is key. Aaron Jones, I gave a two. Um, I'm high on him. If you've listened to the podcast throughout the year, you already knew that. Michael Thomas got three. He had a great season. He's a just a absolute target whore. Um, Josh Adams was one of those pickups we had, um, and he balled out for Philly. Who knows what happens with the future, though. Nelson Aguilar, he was kind of hit and miss throughout the year, but I think that once they get a little bit more consistency in their offense, figure out some things, um, he might be a, a player to keep an eye on. Uh, Jake Camaro, um, touchdown Jesus in Green Bay. Um, he might be one of those guys to keep an eye on because him and Rodgers seem to be on the same level in some way. It's because they're white. Well, didn't want to bring race into it, but if you say so. Um, Tim Patrick, I gave a one because he gave me a champion in another league. Um, and then DJ Chark, I gave a one because God knows what's going to happen with that wide receiver core in, in Jacksonville. Um, Zach Ertz, Hunter Henry, and Dallas Goddard. Our three tight ends all got points. Zach Ertz with a three, Hunter Henry with a one, Dallas Goddard with a one. We finished with 20 overall points, but I hate our team. Yeah, I would say you graded our team decently high on your scale for a team you hate. Um, as far as our team goes, I do like Phillip Rivers. I always will. Patty Mahomes, I agree with you. One of the steals of the draft. Unintentional. Um, obviously the guy was coming in as a first year starter for him or his first year as the starter. So kind of an unknown entity, but we got lucky as hell. Lamar Miller, give a point to just cause 
Josh said he can buy pre. He is a consistent player, so you'll put him in when you just know you need like eight points at your RB two or maybe a flex spot. He's not going to be a guy you you put in and hope he gets you forward. That's not the case with Lamar. So he only, he's only worth one. Josh, I am shocked you not you did not give a three to Aaron Jones as high as you are on him. Um, I only gave Aaron Jones a one just because. I don't know the guy. The guy had fresh legs all year. This is kind of a, something I've talked to Josh about on and off throughout the season, but. Aaron Jones was, I don't know, what was his most touches in the game? 15, maybe? Maybe one game with more, but... Yeah, he's a, he's a guy that he's not going to get 25 carries a game. He's not, you know, he's not going to be that uh, the bell cow of the team. Um, he's a smaller-bodied guy, but he's very elusive. I mean, I don't know if he finished the league as leading in yards per carry, yards per touch, but he... Um, he makes people miss. And so I don't, if he got more than 15 touches a game or um, more than um, 12 carries a game, um, I'd be worried about his longevity. So, I mean, he did great with the touches he got when he was healthy. So it's just, we got to get, I mean, they got rid of Mike McCarthy. So we got to get him carries actually. Right. Yeah. That's, I mean, the only only reason I gave him one is I think he, I agree with Josh. He was incredibly efficient when he had the ball and he was moving it. Um, But for whatever reason, whether it was McCarthy, whether it was something else, Aaron Jones was not on the field. He was not that bell cow. So to me, that's questionable. Whether he just he doesn't have the stamina or whatever, the dude did not get the Brock 25 times a game. So who knows? I also gave a point to Josh Adams on our team. Um, I gave a point to Jake Kumro, as Josh uh, mentioned a little bit. Touchdown Jesus. I gave a point to one Mr. McCall Thomas. Um, just because that dude's our, our only stud wide receiver, really. And then I gave a point to Zach Ertz and Hunter Henry. Um, Zach Ertz, obviously the starter currently in Philadelphia. If Zach Ertz were to ever leave, I would still count those guys as a stud, but then Dallas Goddard would come up and be a stud as well. So um, I do really enjoy our tight end core. And Josh, we exchanged a test. There you texted me today about how it's not unrealistic for us to be starting three tight ends uh, come next year just because our team is garbage when it comes to depth. And uh, we have two flex spots, so very possible we could uh, start three tight ends. Um, what were the notes here? We need running backs. Um, we need wide receivers. Um, and we like our tight ends. Wow, I, the great note-taking, Garlic. Uh, moving on to the last team, a.k.a. the first loser, a.k.a. Alex Smith first round. Um, Jared Goff. Dude balled out. The, or I gave our team a 12. Josh gave us a 20. I don't know if I mentioned that. Anyways. Alex Smith first round. Jared Goff, studworthy. Gave the point of two. I'm guessing Jared Goff carried your team similar to how Patrick Mahomes carried our team. Um, Leonard Fournette worth a point just because his future is questionable. The dude has shown great success. He also had a bit of a rocky year. He got suspended. He got his contract voided or the guarantees voided. So who knows um, what his future holds. Joe Mixon, I'm not as high on as Josh, but dude definitely has plenty of potential um mainly the reason i wasn't i'm not perfectly high on him is because the future of that team is unknown and so while the player might have talent if he's being poorly utilized like we saw dj like we saw happen to david johnson this year i don't know marlon mack the dude balled out at the end of the season he balled out in the first round of the playoffs but he was hurt a good chunk of the year so i gave him only one point moving all the way down to golden tate i give a point to just because I, I liked him in that philly offense he seems to be syncing up with nick Foles. so if that can connect as well to carson wentz the guy is not going to be bad for you travis kelsey and george kettle uh george kittle you have two great tight ends there um keep both of them obviously um but i like your tight ends a lot you only got nine on my list though um so not very high i'm guessing that that nine is last place or no it's gonna be second to last because the fucking zero girly zero cup but uh, i gave you a nine so not a lot of points there maybe i just hate you because you beat us i don't know 
<laughs> yeah. Um, I gave Jared Goff a two. Um, I had Mixon and Kittle as threes on my list. I like Mixon a lot. Um, I think he's one of those guys that once they get into the kind of once they get rid of Marvin Lewis, which they did, I'm dying over here. <clears throat> um, and they get somebody in and, and they learn an offense, they stick to it. Um, I think he's going to be a stud. Marlon Mack, Travis Benjamin get ones. Um, I like Robert Woods a lot. He's a guy that kind of flies under a lot of people's radars because he's not the number one wideout, but he had 70 yards in every game last season. Um, and I think five plus catches. So five catches, 70 yards every game. And then, you know, touchdown sprinkled in. He's, he's a great player. Um, John Ross got a one just because of touchdown. Um, he's speed. Um, Golden Tate got a one. Um, that, that team change helped him out a lot. Um, and then Travis Kelsey and George Kill, two and three. Um, your tight ends are very solid. Um, you got a 20 on my scale. I give a lot of 20s, I realized. Um, another good sneaky team. I mean, you got second, so it's not like you're that sneaky. Um, but, you know, well, after... So the, the reason I wrote that is because it's similar to, like, not that this will make sense to anyone in the BSB League, but it's kind of like Nikita's team. You look at it and you go, meh. But like like we just said, the dude came in second in the league. You know, obviously didn't get the championship, but when I look at that team, I go meh at best. But the dude got second, so that's why it's a sneaky good team. Right, and I mean, Robert Woods doing what he did all year. Travis Kelsey, George Kittle, um, Leonard Fournette is hit. I mean, he meh. Joe Mixon did good. Marlon Mack filled in when Leonard Fournette was down. Um, that sort of thing. Alfred Blue kind of picked it up as well. So I'd I say mean, Marlon Mack filled in when Leonard Fournette was down. Like he, Marlon Mack came back from injury when. Um, Leonard Fournette went I, out and I everything understand. was really okay. low. So, yeah, not that they're on the same team. Um, but, yeah, so, you know, sneaky. I, I see what you mean by that. Draft picks, though, you don't have a first, late second. Um, looks like late second, late third, early fourth, late fourth, and then a fifth. Yep. Pretty much exactly how Josh said it. Um, so not not a pick within the top 20. Your first pick's 23, so that's going to be brutal. Um, so now we talked a lot, Josh, but we're going to keep talking. Uh, is your dog still eating that cherry? Even after you... Run, Kaya! <laughs> All um, right. So, yeah, now we're going to go through um, what we had preseason, right? And I don't know. We So we have a... Well, here, how about before we get too crazy, let's just go through and rank them um, the, uh, based on the out season, then we'll compare. So just to give the leaderboard for how we have them ranked right now. Before okay. it gets too confusing. Um, anyway, so in first place, I had Footbuckers, 14. You were the top of the league. Second place, I had a t- three-way tie with Just Bears fan. And speaking of Just Bears fan, breaking news, Chuck Pagano hired as the defensive coordinator for the Bears. So I'm sorry. The NFC North is now back up for grabs, folks. Um, anyways, so it was a three-way tie. I'll just use the order that Excel put you in. Or it's a four-way tie, excuse me. So it goes Just Bears fan in second, Dalton Abbey in third, Cockknocker in fourth, and Check My Balls in fifth. Um, uh, and then, Jesus, and in sixth, another another part of the tie was TD My Pants. Um, in seventh and eighth, with 12 points, I have Victoria's Secret and Us, Hidden Oaks. In ninth, I have a Wreck Dicker with 11. Um, in tenth, I have Alex Smith first round with a nine, tied with John O's Burtons, who has nine, um, but he has plenty of draft potential, so I can't grade that quite yet. And then Zero Girl is Zero Cup, of course, in fucking last, because that's exactly where they deserve to be. And then, Josh, I resorted it for you. Oh. Um, but that's what I got. So, based on my scale, who had 14? Futbuckers will win the league next year. And I'm not going to call it now because I'd rather have my preseason one count. But you heard it here. 
I have Just Bears fan. I have a three-way tie at the top um, with Just Bears fan, Dalton Abbey, and Victoria's Secret. Victoria's Secret kind of being that big shocker because they finished in 11th place last year. Um, for tied, tied for the next positions, at 20, I have four teams. Footbuckers, Cockknocker, Us, and Alex Smith first round. I already know we're not going to be in the top five next year. So, yeah, it's just based on the players we have um, and how I feel on them. Uh, check my balls. You're after that with 19. Three-way tie with uh, 18 at TD My Pants, Team Mortz or Eric Dicker, Jono's Burtons, and then Zero Girly Zero Cup at eight. So, sorry, Zero Girly Zero Cup, but you're bad. Your team is bad, I should say. Um, a lot of ties in here, but it's it's end of the season, just kind of going through, figuring out preseason might make a little bit more sense to – take the time to separate it so it's not all clustered like that but um we can talk about how they compare to their preseason ranks if you'd like yeah this is something someone brought up and josh put josh was nice enough to put together so that no super oh it looks like you have them ranked by we have them in post i like it okay so um footbuckers i have ranked first but now or in preseason i had them in 10th so they moved up nine spots if you want to think about it that way so preseason i had them ranked um whatever i only gave them six points and now i gave them um 14 points so they moved up nine spots from 10th to first um just bears fan i had you ranked second and now i have you ranked at second so you stayed exactly the same um dalton abbey i originally had you ranked with only five points in 11th and now i have you ranked in um third place with 13 so you moved up eight spots we didn't prove that team even though you didn't win a ship um Bolin Gary, the old cock knocker himself. Preseason, I had you fourth. I have you fourth again. So your team didn't excite me, but it didn't go down. Check my balls. Ranked you first. You won the league. But uh, you will not repeat next year. I have you ranked fifth as of now. So sorry, Blast. You went down four spots. TD My Pants, our fellow 12 and 1 team. I had you ranked sixth before. I have you ranked sixth now. So what the hell do I know, really? Um, not much, but I have you in the same position as I did preseason. Um, Victoria's Secret. Uh, our newcomer um, taking over Brett and Brett. I had you. I had your team fifth in the preseason and seventh now. So Josh kind of talks about you might be a sneaky good team. You'd have potential, but I don't see you quite yet. Head Noakes, we blow ahead of seventh, and now I have us eighth. So we went down one spot. Um, team Mort, a.k.a. Rec Dicker. I had you in third place to start the season. I now have you in ninth place. So your team dropped off a lot in my eyes. Uh, you went down six spots, so we'll see. Go ahead and prove me wrong. Um, Alex Smith, first round. I had you ranked dead last to start the season. You came in second place this year, and I didn't learn my lesson. I have you ranked in tenth place now. <laughs> um, so you you moved up three spots, but uh, I still think you're garbage. Is that math? Oh, yeah, I see the math there. Um and then Jonos Burtons, I uh, had you ranked ninth to start the, the season, and now have you ranked 11th, so you went down two spots there. And then Zero Girl Zero Cup, I had you in eighth to start the season. Yikes, I'm so sorry. You're in dead last now, where you will always be forever. I hate you. Die. Yeah, thanks, Gar. Um, I uh, So, just Bears fan, I had you at 17 preseason. That was third. Um I, I have you in first for the my postseason rankings with 22. Um, so you've jumped two spots in my eyes. Dalton Abbey, um, I had you in first. I have you in second or tied for first, I guess, so minus one. Uh, Victoria's Secret, I had you in fourth. Now I have you in third. Uh, so you jumped up one. Um, Futbuckers, 
Um, I had given you a 15 preseason for 10th. I have you at 20 now, which is good enough to jump you six spots to fourth. Um, Cockknocker, I'd given you 14, which was 11th place. Um, <clears throat> I gave you 20, which is a jump of six Hi. spots to fifth. Um, for Garlic and I, I have us at we were at 16 preseason. We're at 20 now. Dick. Um, and so we stay the same at uh, sixth place. Uh, Alex Smith, first round, I gave you 16 preseason, which was eighth place at that time. Um, I have you jumping up one spot to seventh. I know you just got second, um, but <clears throat> I, I only envision that one spot jump in my rankings, at least. Check my balls. Um, well, check my balls one. And I have you um, going from uh, ninth place in my eyes to eighth. Um, so one spot jump. Um, TD my pants. You had 18 on my scale, which was good enough for second in the preseason. You have 18 again, but that's only ninth place at this point, so you dropped seven spots. Um, Erect Dicker, um, you had 17 preseason, which was fifth. You, have, you had 18 tied with um, every, a couple others, and that's 10th place, so you dropped five. Janos Burtons, um, 16 preseason, uh, which was seventh place. Um, eighth, 18 now in the postseason rankings, which is 11th, so you've dropped four. Um, and then zero girly zero cup you're at the very bottom as I had predicted in the beginning of the season um, a lot of teams I mean if everybody whoever listens to this if you're like oh you ranked me 11th or you ranked me 5th or you ranked me somewhere that I don't deserve to be y'all are within 4 points that's just bench players if you think about it so who cares yeah way to get the upset crowd Josh way to put them down yeah Fuck stomp on you you ever heard yeah. of a curb stomp? Nerds! Um, anything else you want to talk about in the 12-team analysis there, Josh? Well, I mean, if we wanted to go... I mean, we don't have to go into detail on it, but you already mentioned that you predicted the first-place team in the beginning of the season. Um, I predict the last-place team, so we could take that how we want. Um, I also made notes on here, so the yellow here means that their regular season or their postseason finish is within one spot of where they actually finish. So Edgar's, I added second. They took first in the regular season um fourth in the post just bears fan i had you take third in the regulars or I, um you were predicted to take third you ended up taking fourth in the regular season and then john os burton's i had you taking seventh and you ended up taking eighth so really close um or seventh i don't even know numbers <laughs> oh you took eighth in the postseason so i was one away with my prediction in the preseason i can so. understand you not knowing what my numbers and colors mean but not knowing your own colors josh i did it at work girl like i was distracted by being a professional podcaster yeah all right so what's next on the agenda the old draft retrospective. So, um, Josh, I know you like to complain when we do long pods, and that's understandable. Oh, no, I'm really excited. See? Uh, we got gotcha. you. Anyways, so we won't go. We won't analyze every single draft draft pick, but I went through and I highlighted some guys. I don't know if Josh I highlighted did. anymore. Okay, so we'll just kind of go team by team. Um, then we'll go in the order that you your first draft pick in. So the T to my pants of the first pick overall took got Todd Gurley got exactly what you expect. Todd Gurley deserved to be first overall. Um, I put Tyreek Hill as green, which means you were kind of a steal. It's hard to say Tyreek Hill was a steal in the second round. It was pick twenty four. That was the very last pick in the second round. So Tyreek Hill carried this team a lot. Um, you took Devonta Freeman though to start the third, which woof. He did not help you this year. Chris Hogan another woof. Um, James White though all the way down in round ten was not bad for you. 
along with Lamar Jackson. Obviously, he was a rookie QB that wasn't going to start, but you took him in the 19th round, pick 217, and that's going to be a guy I think that can help you in the future as long as that team doesn't uh, fuck you up, I guess. I agree with what Garlic said there. So, um, cock knockers with the second overall pick, Zeke Elliott, kind of what you expected. I mean, you got some good value with Mike Evans and Marty Cooper there. Um, Royce Freeman might be a wolf kind of pick as well, depending on how that shakes up, but he's still a rookie, so it's hard to place that. Um, you got Deshaun Watson in the fifth round, though. Um, not a bad value pick, considering he's going to be a consistent starter there. He's their future. Young, so you'll have, you're, you're kind of locked up in that spot for a while. Rojo, though, in the sixth round, kind of a wolf pick. Um, healthy scratch for the first couple of weeks is kind of scary cooper cup is one of those kind of borderline yay picks i think that he's shocked a lot of people um, but then Tariq cohen in the ninth round is kind of a steal um, because he was um, utilized quite a bit more than people expected in chicago um, that's kind of what we have on your team i don't really like any of your late round picks though yeah i mean they were late round picks that's why i didn't bother calling them in but you know, not a lot of excitement. Um, moving on to the Alex Smith first round. He had the third overall pick. Man took Leonard Fournette. Um, and I marked his yellow. I think that's the only thing I marked yellow. Not necessarily a wolf pick, but obviously didn't have the season you hope. The dude has talent. The dude has potential. But three overall might go looking back. Um, obviously, hindsight's always twenty twenty. But looking back in a year or two, that might be a pick that could doom your team um, for a bit. Um, nothing else really in your first eight rounds first seven rounds jared goff though hold on i need to scroll back just one call there we go jared goff in the eighth obviously the dude balled out this year marlon mack in the ninth is probably pretty fair maybe not necessarily steel worthy but i marked it green just because i think the dude has a bright future and then george kittle in the 11th at pick 123 i think that says yep i think that's a, a very good pick a very good value pick for i mean the dude's had one good season we probably shouldn't be you know go you know sucking his dick quite yet but dude had a great year so hopefully plenty of uh, plenty of um, I can't talk. Go off, Josh. I mean, yeah, and then I just noticed Adam Humphreys in round 21 is probably a steal as well. He had a great season, um, fantasy wise. Um, so that's something to keep an eye on. We didn't mark that, but that I, I agree with what Garth said there. So, uh, zero girly, zero cup. Um, we'll skip you because, yeah, ugly. Le'Veon Bell in the first, that didn't pan out. Who knows? You know, he'll resign somewhere else, but he's old. He's going to be th- 29. I don't know. He's he's getting up there. Rob Gronkowski, you had in the third. That was a wolf pick as well. He's probably going to be in the WWE no. ring. Just to remind people, we were throwing a lot of wolf picks here. This was Team USA. This was auto drafted. So it's understandable why these are wolves. But that's the team you have. So. Yep. Um, and then Larry Fitz is orange. I think I marked that as orange because I think you know he has the potential to retire. He's got maybe one year. He didn't do well at all this year. So for a fourth round pick, kind of a. Uh, yeah, he's going to be his third head coach in three years. Yeah, so your your team is just struggle busting hard. Uh, yep. So the Footbuckers, um, you had the fifth overall pick, Alvin Kamara, stud, worth the fifth pick. Stefan Diggs, maybe just slightly steep in the second, but it was pick twenty, so it's kind of understandable. I'm sure most of the studs were gone at that point, so not a bad pick by any means. Dude had a thousand yard season. Um, Juju Smith Schuster in the third at the time probably looked like a bad pick. Now it looks like a really decent pick. Dude had a good year and is only trending upwards. So um, I didn't. I don't have any red on your team as far as value goes. I go down to round eleventh for my next mark of value. Eric Ebron at pick one twenty five. Um, I understand the dude was pretty questionable coming into the year, so that might be a little high based on like pre-draft analysis or pre preseason analysis but eric rebron is going to be a staple of your team hopefully for the future 
And then Baker Mayfield in the in the 16th. Obviously, the dude was not going to be a starter this year, but as the Dynasty League, you got to be thinking about the future. So um, for me, the, the value picks are Juju Smith, Eric Ebron, and Baker Mayfield. No red in your team, but we'll see what the future holds. Yep, and I didn't make any changes there, so I agree um, with what Garlic had. Uh, moving on to just Bears fan. Um, kind of got what you expected with Saquon in the first. Um, Jordan Howard could have been red. I would probably put him at a yellowish um, just because of his season this year, but he did turn it on towards the end of the season he had some great carries um he's he's i feel like he's more of a late um late season runner anyways uh, marvin jones though i agree with garlic if he marked that red um kind of a uh, different pick but with the golden tate trade halfway through the season um it's very possible that he picks it up um the rest of your team though looks positive i mean fuller in the seventh was good demary summits in the sixth kelvin ridley i think was a great pick at in the eighth round um he proved to be a touchdown machine andrew luck in the 11th was a steal um then all the way down and i know garlic didn't mark him but tyler boyd in the 21st round Pick 245? 246. 246? I think that is a steal. So, I mean, he was he was somebody in, in a lot of leagues that I got off the free or off the waiver wire. I, I think he's a stud. Um, I'd given him a two on my scale earlier. Um, even with AJ Green out, he did well. So I think that you got a steal with him in the 21st. Yep. Uh, Victoria's Secret. This is one of the 1 and 12 teams. Obviously, you inherited it from the Brett, so you can't really hold it against you personally. But um, the draft was Alex Collins in the fourth. Definitely did not pan out. I marked that as a, as a draft woof. Um, but Mike Williams in the eighth. I like that a lot, um, especially if uh, the Chargers decide to, de- to deal Keenan or to deal someone. I think Mike Williams is going to get plenty of uh, touches. I know his rookie deal is going to be coming up here, I think, next year. But um, other than that, I didn't. I mean, I think your team was pretty average for kind of where you drafted players julio in the second deandre in the first um Corey davis in the third i would probably personally call a wolf but um josh might feel different so i didn't bother marking it other than that i think your team was drafted very adequately in my opinion so no no excitement or woofs either way nothing yeah nothing in addition to me um i think um there's a few that may end up being good picks like antonio callaway um mike is um and then um james washington as well um moving on to dalton abbey for this year david johnson wolf pick um just some other people in front of him um but but you made up for it in the second round if you want to think about it with Devonte adams i mean if you would have taken Devonte in the first and david johnson in the second i don't think we would have colored it at all no probably not no and so i i think that that's kind of an even wash there but then you got rogers in the fourth garlic marked red i kind of agree with that that's a little early for a qb and it's th- that turned 30 this year um and so, you know, QBs are valuable. Um, but being a dynasty league, you can see that there's rookies that are making impacts. Um, there are plenty available. Carlos Hyde, also kind of a wolf pick just because, well, he's in Jacksonville now. Um, he wasn't, um, he, he would have been a decent pick, I think, if he would have sticked, stayed with the Browns. But since he got traded, it's kind of a, uh. um, but, you know, if I think that I, I think Garlic would agree with me if um, Leonard Fournette were to leave, would you say that he would just go back to a, that's a decent pick? Probably. Uh, my only question mark there would be what, what Doug Marone's system would be. If he goes with one guy and Carlos Hyde's the guy, then sure. But if it goes to a, like a running back by committee situation, you got Carlos Hyde there. You have um, TJ Yeldon there, who's been a backup for many years. You have... I don't know. I don't think Jamal Charles is still on that team, but it depends on what their system looks like. If it's running back by, by committee, I keep that as a wolf. If Carlos Hyde becomes the guy, then sure. 
Yep, and, and then other than that, you know, that was your first five rounds. Other than that, I think you just drafted fairly well. Michael Gallup has the opportunity, I think, to step it up. Um, I think that he's going to benefit from Mari Cooper being around. Um, Kenneth Dixon actually started getting carries. He's injury-prone, though, and so that'll be interesting. Julian Edelman um, in New England, he's as garlic-marked just now. He's green just because he's a target whore. Josh Gordon no longer being on that team could be possible for him to have a bright future as well. Yeah, thinking about it, the only I think so. Julian Edelman was drafted in the twelfth round. I think he only slid because he's suspended for like what four games this year. Yep. So otherwise, yeah, that guy's a, a, a wide receiver, a definitely wide receiver two, if not a wide receiver one. Uh, moving on to a wreck Dicker. So memory doesn't serve me well. I don't know if this was Josh or I that did this, but we eviscerated this team. There's not a single green pick, nothing but red. Um, so OBJ and Keenan Allen in the first and second round, pick nine and sixteen respectively. Not terrible, um, but not a, super exciting either. In the third pick, Rashad Penny. That's woof because of injury. Fourth round, Russell Wilson, fine. Um, Sony Michelle, woof because of injury. LaShawn McCoy, woof because he's old. Um, Chris Thompson, woof because he's injured. Yeah. So you went running back early and often. Um, well, I mean, after the first two rounds, you went running back early and often, and they just none of them panned out, which is unfortunate. That's kind of the way she goes sometimes, boys. But um, And then in the 10th round, I woofed you with Darius Juice again injured in the 12th round i woofed you with jack mckinnon injured so fucking yikes uh martavis bryant and des bryant i understand those were kind of flyer picks both guys didn't play ball this year i don't believe martavis bryant maybe one week or two if he made the team at all so sorry wreck dicker obviously this this is just a draft retrospective i don't know what your team looks like maybe you traded these guys before they became woofs but all your fucking running backs got injured like Every single red there, or almost every single red there, is a fucking running back. Yeah, and I think I think if you're looking at it in the short term, those are definitely wolf picks for this season. But in the long term, Sony Michelle, I would have marked green at fifth because he's there. He's going to be their number one carrier in New England. He, he is there green. ever is there ever truly a number one carrier in New England? With, yeah, I mean Sony Michelle was there, and there was three other guys who were behind him that were healthy. He was still the bell cow. He had over 100 yards in multiple games. Um, he did have that injury um, that kept him out a couple weeks, but. Um, but yeah, I mean, I agree with the red for this season. I mean, in the draft yeah. fifth overall, yeah. Um, next season, if we were to draft and he was taken in the fifth, I would say that that's probably a pretty good pick. I mean, it, that would be a steal. Um, so that's that's where I am at this. Darius Geis, um, Jarek McKinnon. I don't know when our draft was, but we're, I think they were hurt beforehand. So getting him in that spot um, might have just been kind of, a, okay, I'm going to plan for the future type deal. Um, and so that's, you know, those are two that I would consider, okay, whatever. Maybe not Mark Red, but just leave as is. Um, but I do agree with LaShawn McCoy, Chris Thompson, Rashad Penny, Martavis Bryant, and Des Bryant being red. Uh, just because while the last two, Martavis Bryant, Des Bryant didn't play, um, Rashad Penny is hurt, and then there's Mike Davis, Chris Carson in front of him as well. Um, and then, yeah, Chris Thompson, struggle bus um, with injuries this year. Yeah, I think the main reason I went around liberally with the red, I agree there's a lot of young talent there. But to me, a lot of these guys, when they start out their career with an injury, that could certainly set the tone and kind of ruin their career before it gets going. So that, that puts a very big cautionary tale for me personally. Maybe you see it differently, but um, that's kind of why I t- took out the paintbrush and just marked everything red. Um, so I did that one. So you go ahead, Noakes. Yeah, um, Cream Hunt, orange, just because his future with the NFL is uncertain. Um, <laughs> not, not as bad as Ray Rice, but still not good. If he played again, I'd be surprised. So I'm, I'd mark him red myself. Um, unfortunate, but when you're a dumbass like he is, it kind of deserved. Um, sucks for our fantasy team, obviously, because he was in our number one running back for the majority of the season. Um, 
our next mark on here, Josh Gordon, the fourth, definitely red. Um, but we did discuss it. You said it was okay. I mean, at the time of the draft, I said it was fine. Reluctantly, I said it was fine. But I agree. I did allow it. Yeah. And I, I wasn't going to take him if you didn't say yes. Um, but, you know, he has more mental health issues. And let this be a disclaimer. If you have mental health issues, please seek help. Your life is important. Um, granted, um, you know, he's he's dealing with stuff. He's probably has skeletons in his closet that we don't even want to know about. Um, Aaron Jones, green. Um, which I think is hilarious because Yahoo gave him as the butt, like the worst pick in the draft. And uh, <laughs> well, his future coming into the season, his future looked was extremely uncertain at best. So right, um, Duke Johnson didn't do much until um, Hugh left. So it'll be interesting to see what happens to him. But he's red. He was a wolf this year. Keelan Cole. I don't even know if he touched the field this year. He had one good week. Oh, another. So Josh, I think we've established that I should just not let you draft who you want. Um, Josh, you Gordon, should just not let me Keelan read Reddit Cole. hype. <laughs> All right, I, there's no, I can't stop you from reading Reddit hype, so I just have to control your mind. Or okay, just... ask me where I hear about these players, and if I say Reddit, <laughs> say no. Um, Patrick Mahomes, though, we both agree is a steal, ninth round, kind of early for quarterbacks if you think about it. But he's young, and he was a freaking stud this year. He, yeah. he, I, um. According to the sleeper scoring system, when I looked at the rankings, he was the number one scoring quarterback by 90 points. I, that's definitely possible. Highest flying. I mean, the Rams were good, but I mean, the Chiefs were probably the highest flying offense in the league. Um, I forget. I think we just wanted a, a young quarterback. I think I, I personally was starting to panic. I was like, let's just take someone. Yeah, no, because because we were talking Carson Wentz, and he went I think around before Mahomes, and we took Mahomes. You weren't necessarily high on him. No, I, I, I wasn't. Admit I, was I wasn't. Not. I wasn't that high. I said he had a good outing in his last regular season game, but I did not think he would do anything near what he did this season. So I'm pleasantly surprised. Yeah. Um, our next mark on here was Hunter Henry. We got him in the 11th, and both of us knew he wouldn't play at all during the regular season. So while it is kind of a wolf pick for this season. Um, we know he has a talent. He's young. He's got Philip Rivers there for at least another year or two, um, hopefully. And and the rest of our team is just kind of average or gone. Yeah, no, let's just not talk about him. You can go on to check my balls. All right, check my balls. Uh, plen- decently green here. Um, you had the 11th overall pick. So I think he's still just f- fucking with his ball. Uh, but Antonio Brown in the first at 11th, honestly, I was surprised to see Antonio slide to 11th. Obviously, we didn't take him either, but um, not a bad pick. He's probably just getting a little older. That's why he slid to 11. Um, CMC, though, at 14, obviously, that probably looked fair at draft time. But now, holy shit. I think we wanted Christian McCaffrey at 15 if he would have came there. Of course, he didn't. But um, Christian McCaffrey was probably the stud of your team. Adam Thielen in the third. Hard to say Adam Thielen in the third was a steal, but especially in a PPR format, and you look at the regular season was only um, weeks 1 through 13. Adam Thielen had 100-yard games week 1 through 8. So that definitely carried you to plenty of wins, I'm guessing. Um, so that's why I marked him as green, a steal in the third. I, I woofed you with JHI just because – he played. I think he played a game, or a couple games this year, and then got hurt. But he wasn't. He wasn't exceptionally great in the games he did play. So I marked as a wolf. Uh, go all the way down to speak of the fucking devil. Round fourteen. James Conner. James Conner. James Conner. James Conner. Um, so I'd argue between Patrick Mahomes and James Conner. It's hard to say who the steal of the draft was. Definitely the top two steals of the draft. Um, but obviously, check my balls once. So we could probably give him the edge. Just I think. He's, yeah. No, I'm gonna say definitely check my balls. Just because running backs, there's. Um, there's, you know, you need more running backs in order to have a successful team. So James Conner in the 14th with Chris McCaffrey. Yeah. Yeah. 
So as long as James Conner can stay as good as he was, that's going to be the steal for years to come. Uh, John O's Burton's last one. You got Josh, 12th yeah, overall. Dalvin Cook marked as a red. Um, first pick in the second round. Didn't do much this season. Then again, you know, it's Dynasty, so who knows? He could turn it around. He's got the talent. Um, Nick Chubb, I think, um, marked green here. Uh, just because in the sixth round, he's going to be their future. Uh, granted, you know, like I said earlier, if uh, Carlos Hyde would have stuck around, I probably wouldn't have marked him at all. I probably no. would have marked him a red because who knows what his touches would be like. Kenny Galladay, Galladay, great pick in the 11th round. Um, and then go all the way down to round 20. Uh, Traquan Smith, um, I think that he has a bright future in New Orleans um, as kind of that slot receiver there. I agree with you. I, get, I know this is one you marked for sure. But again, I think if the Saints were to win it this year, if Breeze, in my opinion, if Breeze was smart, he'd retire and go off into the sunset. I know guys are playing older and older um, as the league, as the, as the years go on. But, I mean, Drew Breeze, you're on the top. You're, you're looking like you're on top of the game. You're on a stud of a team. Take your second Super Bowl and just retire. I mean, don't don't go longer than you have to. It can get ugly. Um, Josh is getting up, so I don't know exactly what he's doing. Oh, is she? Oh, I can't see her. God, yeah, dick. Um, so yeah, that was pretty much our draft, not really draft grades, but draft retrospective. Um, moving on next, we're talking the best stuffs. I, I have the greatest segment names of all time and I named the segment best stuffs. Uh, this was a recommendation from Mr. Jono himself. Um, so oh, hold on. I have to just write down the segment start time real quick. All right. So, um, best stuffs. So we, we went through the, I, copied and pasted all the transactions from yahoo this year um jonas had mentioned kind of looking for the best um the best value waiver claim or free agent pickup there honestly was not a lot um and i was looking for maybe impact players and uh there wasn't much i don't think any of the i went through and kind of just highlighted the yellow ones that were interesting and i don't think any of them were on winning teams or on obviously none of them were on check my balls but Going all the way back to September 12th, Cockknockers picks up Philip Lindsay, so that's obviously a good pickup for him. Uh, the guy came in out of nowhere, and Cockknockers kind of uh, um, pounced on that while they could. Going all the way up to October 24th, um, Footbuckers picked up Elijah McGuire. I think that was another big name pickup. Um, I mean, yeah, I mean, there's there's a lot of there's a lot of transactions in here. I mean, including trades, there was 177 different transactions um, throughout the year. So, th I mean, that's pretty good for the roster sizes as big as we have them. But just a lot of them are just no name guys. Uh, we'll talk about the trades next. At <coughs> we'll talk about the trades next, and those definitely had um, way more impact than the free agent stuff. I um. So I, I listened to what you, while I was playing with my dog, um, I listened to what you were saying about the, the pickups, and I agree that there's not many. Um, I do think that like Tim Patrick, Deshaun Hamilton in Denver, both of those wideouts have the potential to be decent pickups um, off the waiver wire, considering our depth and, and the lack of talent on the waivers, just because with the trade of Demarius Thomas and the injury to, um, um, what's his name? I, I'm drawing a blank. What team? Denver. Cortland, what are you saying? Injury. Achilles. I Emmanuel know Sanders? Yes. Emmanuel Sanders injury. It opened the door for more targets. Deshaun Hamilton stole a lot of targets. Tim Patrick got quite a few as well um, as a deep threat. And so those two players, I think, could be decent pickups throughout the year. But Philip Lindsay, I think, is kind of that pickup of the year for sure. 
Yep. Uh, the only other notable ones that I had was Gus Edwards. Yep. That wasn't until November 21st. Uh, Damian Williams by Bears fan. That one could be huge. That was on December 5th. Um, so, again, there's a lot of transactions, but none of them really passed a sniff test or an eye test or whatever you want to say. Um, uh, moving on to trades. Um, Josh, I don't know if you took a deep dive into these or not. Um, I, I didn't take a deep dive on any of them. I know he just kind of wanted the best trades is what I understood. And and honestly, I think we made the comment halfway through the year that all of the trades that went through seemed to be extremely, like, even. Yeah, like, uh, the, it, let's just say in my trade experience, there's a lot of trade rape going on. All right, a lot right. of people either offering garbage or they're taking advantage of someone stupid. Um, but uh, looking back on some of these trades, I mean, there's only 11 of them. It won't take us too long to talk about them. But so very first trade of the year, at least the first one, uh, according to Yahoo, was um, Dalton Abbey traded away, Cortland Sutton, Spencer Ware, Benjamin Watson, and the first round pick um, to two girlies, uh, or to, excuse me, to zero girly zero cup for Le'Veon Bell, Greg Olson, and a 23rd round pick. I think, I don't know why that's in there, but. I think it's because they needed to have a pick for a pick. And ah, so it's, gotcha. it's a late one. Yeah. That makes sense. Um, but so, yeah, I get that first round pick there is huge for, I think, zero girly zero cup. We'll see what the future holds. Uh-oh. And he was able to offload Le'Veon Bell and Greg Olson to Dalton Abbey. So, yikes. Um, trade number two, or I don't know if you want to go every other here, Josh, but. Yeah, no, I, I mean. Um, trade number two we had was Chris McCaffrey, D.D. Westbrook for Kenny Stills in a first-round draft pick. Um, I would have loved to be on the Christian McCaffrey, D.D. Westbrook. I, I went aw because I had gone through earlier today at work and highlighted the ones that I would have rather be on the side of winning. And apparently it didn't save. Woof. So, um, yeah, I would like to have Christian McCaffrey and D.D. Westbrook as opposed to Kenny Stills in round one. Although, interesting enough, interesting enough our champion, um, check my balls, had CMC, so... And then he traded him away. That still won the league. If you see what I'm saying. Oh, well, the the way I'm reading it says Chris McCaffrey was traded to Victoria. Oh, yeah, I guess. <laughs> the way you're reading it is correct. Um, so, I, yeah, unless I have it backwards, I'm just reading it as it is written. So it looks like Christian McCaffrey was traded away to Victoria's Secret, but maybe it is backwards. I don't know. Um, but anyways, next trade, trade number three. This one happened September 22nd. It was basically Nick Chubb and a fifth rounder for Ryan Grant and a third rounder. I personally have no fucking clue who Ryan Grant is, um, but that was a trade between Dalton Abbey and Jono's Burtons. So this is kind of Jono offloading his later round picks for earlier picks while also um, offloading Chubb as we're reading that. Again, I don't know if we have that backwards or not, but... Um, you know, we not, have it right. I would have rather been on the Nick Chubb side of this one. Okay, yeah, not a high impact trade, but definitely some value. Yep. Um, next one, Kyle Rudolph, Elshon Jeffrey in round three, traded to Jono's Burtons for Jarvis Landry in round one, traded to Check My Bowels. Um, that one I think is fairly even. I guess I can't decide. Um, I guess if I'm thinking draft capital, I would have rather have Jarvis Landry in than the round one draft pick. Yep. Um, so moving up to. Um, the fifth trade, it was Taiwan Taylor um, for Sam Darnold and Will Disley. Um, so check my balls, got Taiwan Taylor, and then Sam Darnold and um, Will Disley moved on to Victoria's Secret. So Pass. Yeah. Um, Matt Breida and a round one draft pick was traded to Burtons for Sammy Watkins, the Riddick, in a round four. Um, that one I would have ra- I'd rather have the um, probably the Sammy Watkins side of things, to be honest. Um, we're hoping that he has a great uh, pickup in KC with a. Uh, um, he hasn't yet, though. Patrick Mom. He had a decent couple weeks, but.
that, that offense is just so high power. I mean, it's fairly, I mean, like we said, it's a fair trade all around. Um, so who knows if, if that round one draft pick turns into a player like um, Elvin Kamara or Saquon Barkley. Yeah, I would much rather have that side of the deal. Yeah, but as far as we know, are we we can't predict the future. So um, trade seven, that uh, was on October 9th. So it looks like it's Muhammad Sanu um, for Bilal Powell and a second. That was between Check My Balls and Footbuckers. Check My Balls getting the second round and Bilal Powell. Um, again, that's just how I'm reading that. I'm not sure if the, the draft picks right. came off to me. But anyways, so I mean, Bilal Powell was okay for a couple weeks, but now with Elijah McGuire and Isaiah Crowell there, Kind of, kind of a wolf there. I think I'd rather be on the side with. Um, I, I don't like. I don't really like this trade period. But yeah. Um, next one, Kiki Kuti, and a round two, which was previously traded from Buttfuckers or Buttfuckers. Josh, I swore. <gasps> Mom, Cole Walters was traded to Jono's Burtons um, for Delvin Cook, um, who was traded to check my balls. Um, that one, you know, I think that's fairly. That's a fair trade. I mean, if you think about it, Delvin Cook was taken in the second round anyways. Um, early second, first round, first pick in the second round. Kiki Kuti was a very late draft pick um, round two, so very even across the board, I think. Ooh, my bag just fell. All right, trade nine. Uh, November 4th, um, we have Carlos Hyde and a round four pick going to Zero Girly Zero Cup. And for that, they gave up Cortland Sutton and a round, nine pe- round 19 pick. So again, I think that's just the draft the pick for pick for pick thing you're talking about but um i think i'd rather be on the Cortland sutton type uh the Cortland sutton side just for potential with dalton abbey yep i um, agree but yeah just because carlos had so questionable but uh the next one julio jones for two first round picks so julio jones jones is traded to check my balls for round one traded from victoria's secret which is the second overall pick this year and round one traded from jones burton's um which is i believe the Fifth or sixth overall pick traded to Victoria's Secret. Yeah. Um, for me, I don't know. I'll just so look. hang on, hang on, hang on. <laughs> okay. Victoria's Secret traded their first round draft pick earlier in the year to check my balls. And then they traded back for their first round draft pick from check my balls for Julio Jones. Or they traded Julio Jones back for their first round draft pick and then another one sure i okay. don't know i'm confused by all this to be yeah, honest but we'll just we'll just speak yeah we'll pretend like we know what's going on um trade 11 the last one of the year on november 9th uh, we have this is kind of a bigger trade we have alshon jeffrey kenny galladay and a sixth round pick going to td my pants and td my pants traded to jonos burton's Devonte freeman and a first rounder so Again, Jonas was trying to pick up draft picks there. Um, some big names there, Kenny Galladay and Alshon Jeffrey. So uh, TD My Pants is trying to lock down the receiver core while kind of, to, in my mind, offloading Devonta Freeman just because the guy gets hurt too much. Uh, but they also had to give up a first-round pick for that wide receiver talent. So time will tell who won that trade. For me right now, though, I think I'd rather be on the TD My Pants side. Yeah, um, I, I would rather be on the other side. So like you said, though, it's fairly, fairly even. Time will tell, though. Uh, for me, I mean, I don't, I don't know. Looking at the best trade of the year, but for me, I guess I'll just give the edge to Victoria's Secret because they got two first round picks in one trade. So to me, yep. that'll be the best trade of the year. Yeah, depending on what he does with them. Well, I mean, correct. But to build to build your potential, that team was one and twelve. To be able to make a trade in November and get yourself two more first round picks or get yours back and then get another one, I think is uh, pretty smart. So that'll be my trade of the year. Um, 
Uh, anything else for best stuff, Josh? I don't know. There's only no, so much. No, I mean, can... I think best podcast. I think we can take that one. Oh, you think so? I think we can. I think safely we can say that we have the best podcast for the league. Um, um, best. Oh, how about this? Best team name. Best team name in our league. Yeah, uh, out of the teams in our league, who has the best team name? Uh, zero girly zero. <laughs> no, absolutely not. You Sorry. fucking sham. Um, no, I mean. I like the interactive team name of Just Bears Fan. Started off as Happy Bears Fan, then Sad Bears Fan, and then you went to Just Bears Fan. So, you know, I like that one. Um, yep, my dog loves 2x4s, even though that is not a 2x4, that is a 2x3. Um, and Come on, Josh, pretend you know things. And so, um, well, one side of it is a 2x3, the other side's a 2x2. Thanks, Kaya. Um, <laughs> and so, you know, best team name, our teams really, I mean, a lot of them were sexual innuendos. Um, I, I didn't really like many of them. None of them were as creative as uh, Thomas and Friends or Josh Gordon died for this. Yeah, um, I'll give. I, I agree with your point on the the interactivity or the the volatility of Just Bears fan. I appreciated that. Um, I do appreciate some of the. I, to me, I just didn't see Cockknocker coming. I'll give. I'll give Cockknocker best team name in my opinion, just because I don't know. Yeah, it no, made that's me a shocker. The most. Yeah, yeah. no. If you open an envelope and you pulled cock knocker out, you'd probably laugh. So <laughs> right. yeah, I yeah. get it. A lot of sexual innuendos though, so that it was a crowded, crowded uh, place. Yeah. Um, next segment. Yeah. What we got next is uh, this was a half-ass segment, just something I threw in. If we had time to kind of think about it, it was draft speculation or other off-season stuff. I'm not going to think ahead to the draft. I'm <laughs> sorry. Right. You got nothing. We, we have a we have, we can do a preseason postseason draft one. All right, uh, so then we'll just pretend that segment doesn't exist. Um, but this is kind of along the same lines. It says predictions for offseason next year. Um, just kind of based on everything we've talked about. Hold on, I'll write down the segment time. So kind of based on everything we've talked about today. Um, looking for, I mean, obviously you rank the offseason teams. So who do you really think, though, based on draft picks, truthiness, whatever you want to say, who do you think is going to have a really bright 2019 in this league? Victoria's Secret. Think so? Yeah, and so I mentioned that they finished 11th, and I had them in like tied for first or second in my picks. But I think that they did quite a bit in the um, in the off season to get that. Um, but then you know, with how things have gone throughout the year, players you never really it's, it's really tough. Ben and Ben and I have predicted this or talked about this a couple times that even after the draft in a redraft league, you can't you don't know what's going to happen in the next three weeks. Ew. So things can change on the you know on the on, on the flip of a coin type thing. Um, so, I mean, I think, you know, I think we'll have a new champion next year. I don't think we'll ever repeat. Um, but I would not be, you know, I would not be shocked if our team didn't make the playoffs. I've already mentioned that. Um, I would be shocked. I would not be shocked if, um, um, where did, what is it? Where is it? Um, Victoria's Secret did make the playoffs. Um, I would be shocked if Zero Girly Zero Cup made the playoffs. Um, I would be shocked if they won a game. Um, and so we'll, uh, we'll see what happens yeah uh going off josh i agree um i i, I agree with uh who is it you just said you're excited for i'm sorry it's been a victoria's while. secret there you go i'm excited for them uh plenty of good draft picks i'm also excited to see what jonas burtons can do just with all the draft capital he has very um, active in the chat as well right um if you utilize that well then you've got a great chance to have a good next year. If you don't utilize that well, your season could be quite rough. So I'm excited to see that. As far as I, who I think will perform the best next year, um, based on right now, I'll just keep with my off-season settings or my off-season rankings. I had um, 
Futbuckers as my top ranked team based on my truth in this scale. So I'll just say I think you could be the champ next year, but we'll do this again in the preseason, and that could be a different answer. So that's all I got. Um, what else did I write down here? Playoffs team, blah, blah, blah. Hot interleague takes. Oh, um, trades go. I think... I'm ho- you know, it kind of depends on how our draft is set up, but I know I personally would like to see plenty of draft day trading. So whether that's players for players, picks for picks, whatever. Um, I know personally we don't really have a lot to give out, but I would love the potential for us to be able to trade up and get a higher pick than I think our top pick's 10. Um, so you know, it's kind of hard to predict those things, um, but I see a lot of people have put their players on the trade block. So hopefully there's plenty of off-season action and then i i hope we have an exciting draft but it'll just kind of depend on i know we're all in a lot of time zones so there could be some lulls but um i i can't really predict who's which players will go where but a lot of, a lot of you guys put people on the trade blocks and you seem to have decently even trades so i'm excited josh gordon's for that. on the trade block oh who do you think's gonna take him um i think we're gonna get plenty of first round draft pick offers oh yeah probably uh never uh josh is there anything else you want to talk about at all not really uh, how, how about this is there anything you'd like to see in the offseason or in the or in the draft just anything you'd like to see between now and our preseason pod anything well, you, would, you would hope for uh, i mean yes but at the same time it's already happening because we've had more conversation in the slack chat or not the slack chat well yeah the slack chat but then we've had more conversation in the sleeper chat on for the bsb league despite it only being a couple weeks old um, compared to our entire season of the Hidden Oaks Dynasty League. Um, and that's something that I'd like to see continue. Um, just stuff that happens. Obviously, we're going to hit a lull at some point, but um, a bunch of shit talking, a um, bunch of you know trade offers, things like that. Um, just activity is what I want to see. That's really all I can ask for. My dogs are chewing on something upstairs, and I'm really afraid to go up and look to see if it's the carpet. So I'm going to say this is my outro. Thank you, Eric's, Janos, Mika, and everybody else in the league that I don't remember your name. Um, <laughs> pretend I'm talking upside down for you in Australia. Um, if you're in Chicago, pretend I have a gun in my pocket and have a great off season. Can't wait to play next year. Can't wait to lose to you. Yeah. Um, I'll just echo what Josh said. Thank you for letting us be in your league. I know Josh just found it on Reddit, but I definitely can admit I had a good time. I'm slightly frustrated with kind of how Sleeper has their co-owner permission set up. Uh, I can't even fucking rename the team or add or uh, put players on IR. So hopefully I can work that out with Sleeper before next year. Um, if you listen to this point, congratulations. This is our last, our longest pod all year by a long shot. We're at 145 right now. So fucking yikes. Um, but you know, I agree with Josh. Obviously, there's going to be plenty of off-season lull, but um, you know, it seems like we have a, at least a good group of core guys. If not all 12 of us are great, at least you know, four to six or seven of us are great. We're pretty active in the chat, so I'd like to see that um, just throughout the year. But then, obviously, bringing it up hot again or coming in hot again next season. And um, I know the league's only 10 bucks, so a lot of people would say that's not very exciting. But you know, if we're having fun, it doesn't really matter. You can't put a price tag on that. So. Thank you, everyone, for listening. One last special shout-out to Eric's. You were a loyal listener to our podcast for no good reason. We talked for an hour. Uh, we had talked to 60. We talked for 60 to 75 minutes every week. We talked about your our league for maybe five minutes a week, and you still listen to everything every week. Or at least I think you did. I don't know if you skipped around. You definitely could have, which is your right. But one last, one last special shout-out to you. Um, we, if you want to care about the podcast, we've got our Facebook page and we've got our email, facebook.com slash hoodpod, or 
um, hiddenoaks, overdose at gmail.com. But of course, most of us will just be talking in the sleeper chat, and that's good enough for us. So thank you, everybody. Um, we'll probably come out with another podcast right around free agency. It probably won't be BSB specific, but, um, you know, it, it, plenty to talk about with our Dynasty League and kind of where players are going and if we want to, you know, sign, pick up some guys or um, trade some guys ourselves. So we'll see how it goes, but I've already talked way too fucking long and I should probably stop now. So here's the outro song. Oh.